So it looks like we are now live, uh, which means that it is time for the I Love Real Estate Success Show. The I Love Real Estate Success Show is a period of time where what we do is we look into the community, the I Love Real Estate community, of full of Dimna students, and we invite one of those students to share a little bit about their journey, about their story, of what they've gone through, what they've accomplished, the trials, any tribulations, but also their successes and what they've achieved. It's always fascinating. It is always interesting. And today I have a very interesting gentleman. Um, he uh, has been involved with the community for a number of years, and his Often when you get involved in the community, you can go through, you can educate yourself, you can get out there and produce some pretty phenomenal results. And what Richard's been able to do is go from strength to strength to strength. And this is fascinating and he has a brilliant story and we should just get it going. Richard, welcome. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing well. How are you, Michael? Very good. Very good, Richard. And uh, look, thank you so much for taking out the time and... Um, you know, kind of agreeing to have a bit of a bit of a chat with me uh, today. So, look, let's just um, let's get straight on into it. And um, can you tell me a little bit about um, you know yourself about you know wh where you were before you joined the uh, community? Um, I actually uh, came to Australia in two thousand and seven with my girlfriend. We were we were together before. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we uh, complete a two year postgraduate studies. Um, and then uh, I worked for a university uh, as an employee and we were together, we lived in a rental apartment and I, I thought um, that, was, that was a, a happy ending of the story because a lot of people, uh, especially coming from outside of Australia, come to, come to Australia as uh, international, stu international students and stay here and work and just live a normal life. And with, with I thought that was great. And I was so satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> things didn't, things took a bit of a turn, which we're going to find out about too. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously um, new country, you know, coming over and you were, and you were always with already with your partner, Jane. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. So you came over together, didn't you? Yeah. 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 And, 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 and what was the reason to come to Australia? Was there a reason to kind of go, you know, Australia rather than anywhere else? Yeah, because, um, well, when we were doing our bachelor's in, um, in, in China, we learned that um, the average wages in Australia is much higher than other countries. It, uh, so we thought, oh, that's a good, great, great, great opportunity. Let's just go to Australia, study to get more education. And so we can get a, good job and earn um, earn a wage, then we, we just compare, okay, the wages in Australia and the wages in China, mm, Australia is better. So that's, that's, a, that's that was the reason. Um, and also um, be, be, before I got that idea, um, my, my girlfriend at that time, she, she told me, okay, my father wanted me to go to Australia. How about you, Richard? Then I, then I thought, okay, I have no choice. I have to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we learn about all the benefits, and we we went through those um, those what uh, they call it uh, education agents, uh, something like that. They help help us find the university, find just help us with the application process. Yeah, yeah. And, we, yeah. We and, and so, if you you were already Jane's girlfriend, like, did you guys meet at school? 
or uni like you obviously uh, university okay. undergraduate yeah yeah okay great um so when you obviously came to australia and before you joined i love real estate a couple of things kind of happened didn't they do you yeah. want to give us, give us a bit of an insight because <laughs> you know you, you painted a picture ah oh, coming to australia everything's going to be fine then then what happened yeah so um once i finished the uh, education uh, once i finished that uh, postgraduate education in Australia, we got a job, then we lived together. Um, then for, after a while, um, my girlfriend, Jane, told me that she didn't see any future <laughs> with me together uh, because she actually had a, a much high expectation. She didn't want to be like just a normal person in Australia. Uh, she wants to be extraordinary. She wants to be wealthy. Uh, she just want more, but uh, like every day uh, I finished work, I, I came home, I just had dinner and watched TV and the, the life was boring. She thought it was boring. For me, I was, wow, so interesting. I just watched TV. <laughs> um, so she wanted to break up with me. Mm. And that's, that's at that point in time, I thought I must uh, do something. I must change myself. So I started to look at all sorts of uh, opportunities to create more wealth. Yeah, yeah. And did did you actually did you guys actually break up? Yes. Yeah. So she moved out, and I moved out. <laughs> we we lived in uh, two different places, uh, but I still try to win her back because at that moment I thought okay there are there were two two ways going forward one way is um I I take the challenge because she set a high very high bar for me one way is I, I take the challenge I, I I have to change myself I have to do some something differently uh and the other way is okay I just keep my standard maybe find another girl um just just to match my 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 current standards uh but Eventually, I decided to um, take the challenge. Uh, so uh, we broke up, but um, I, when I rented a, a new apartment and I got a flatmate, um, he was working for the ATO. Then one day we talked about uh, investing, all sort of investing activities, property, and he told me that, well, because he worked for the ATO, he, he, he know a lot of people, they invest in properties then, but they are losing money. Uh, so I started to read a lot of uh, books about um, property investing and, mm. I, and Deepner was featured in one of the book. So your, your education started yeah. to, to win back Jane. Yes, so <laughs> um, then because I, 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 I had to find something I had to work with because the change won't just come to me. The, the, the wealth won't just come to me automatically. I, I, I had to do something. So I had to pick something. So eventually I, I picked uh, property investing as the vehicle to, to create wealth in Australia. And so uh, you came across him by reading a book. Yeah, so I, I read a book, uh, Dimna was featured in, in, in that book, and she talked about um, uh, uh, property investing and uh, all sorts of different strategies. And I thought, okay, I, I really want to learn more. Then, um, then I signed up 
for the newsletter on uh, knowledge source website. So I, I, I got a lot of updates from Deepna. Uh, and then I, I attended her uh, one day free event to learn more about uh, what, what, what was on offer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now, did you attend? You so you attended one of the one of the events just once or twice? No, or? actually, I probably attended three times before I eventually make that decision to to join. Um, I love real estate. Got it. Okay, yeah. and eventually you did. Yeah. So, what was your um, when you get into the into the program, the training? What 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 happened? Did you? I think you went along to a boot camp to start with. Was that right? Yes, um, uh, I still remember that bootcamp was massive. Uh, it was in Randwick, uh, Sydney. Uh, that was the first time I went to that, that place. Uh, I still remember the space, like three big screens. I, I'm, I don't know if there were thousands of people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that, that sort of format of the bootcamp was just... Um, uh, something that I didn't expect. I thought, oh, okay, I, I went to university. I thought, oh, okay, a lecture, something like that. No, <laughs> um, it's it's like a round table and it had morning tea and lunch and the, the catering was just, just high class. And uh, I got to talk to a lot of other people. So although I felt overwhelming, a lot of, lot of information and new information, um, but I got the opportunity to talk to other people because for adult, you, you, you want to make sense of something. You, you got to like relate the new information to your prior, prior knowledge, your, your old learning, your experience. So, uh, so if I just sit in a lecture room and just listening to a lecture, then probably that was not good enough. But um, in the I love real estate community, um, there was probably there was a culture that uh, other participants, other participants, they they had they had done something before, so I can learn learn from them. I can ask them questions. So um, that was a very good um, learning experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It's one of the great things I think the the the, the live events attending live because we do them we do them both now obviously and when, yeah. you know there's a hybrid you can you can join via Zoom or you can join in person, but yeah. that in person experience where you can you've got the time to ask a lot of other students and you and mingle and so forth yeah that's super valuable so good to hear good to hear. And how did, how did you go with the information? Because obviously English isn't your, you know, your first language, you know, your, your, you know, was that, was it easy to pick up? Were you picking up a lot of this information or was it going over the top of your head at the first event? Uh, no, it was very, uh, <laughs> it was very difficult for me to, to, um, to fully comprehend all the information because um, English, English is not my first language. Uh, but even though uh, for other people, uh, English is, is their first language, you still need to go through the process. Um, it, uh, a lot of information. So after the bootcamp, I still needed to um, re-watch the recordings, the, the events, uh, to try to make sense of a lot of things. Um, but soon I realized that um, if, I, if, I, if I was just if I was just watching or just reading the material or just watching the recordings, uh, I couldn't get a result. I couldn't just, I couldn't fully comprehend all the information. So I, I actually need to, needed to 
uh, take action to implement the strategies. So, so while I was implementing the strategies I learned from the program, uh, a lot of things started to make sense. Mm. So that, that was the, so the real learning was happening when mm. I was doing it. Good to hear, isn't it? You know, so it is that fact of when you apply, you're seeing yeah. how valuable the information it's making sense because you're seeing it actually work. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 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 awesome, awesome. Um, hey, um. What was the, I mean, with the program, there's a lot of different things involved with the program. Was there something that was really impacted you a little bit more in the training? Yes, uh, I think the, um, the platinum program uh, was, 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 was the program that impacted me the most. Um, I understand um, Deepness program has different levels and now it expands a lot since I joined. Um, but in, in the platinum program at that point in time, I was very lucky to have the opportunity to uh, be mentored by Deepner uh, directly one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. So um, at that point in time, I had the opportunity to make a private appointment with, with her to discuss the fine details of uh, the, the projects that I was running um, and I got a lot of advice from her um, so that um, I could make uh, strategic strategy, uh, strategic decisions um, so that was very valuable um, I still remember the uh, the most impactful words that uh, Deepner um, taught me directly um, she asked me to improve my leadership skill. Then at that time, I was well, a, a bit um, confused. Well, leadership skill isn't like, like probably investing isn't, it's, it's about all the numbers, it's about numbers. Um, but gradually um, under her guidance, I realized like, uh, it's not about, it's not just about, it's about numbers, but it's not just about number. Uh, later on, I gradually uh, realized what she said was absolutely right. The interaction between a uh, property investor and other people does make a great difference. And sometimes like that, that's, that sort of mentoring, that sort of coaching, um, it's, it was valuable for me because sometimes I, I ask, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was in that situation, what should I do next? And if you just like you read something or just watch video, you, you just couldn't get that sort of uh, life advice specifically to the circumstances that I was in. So mm. that was very powerful. That was very valuable. That, that experience helped me grow, grow a lot just within that 12 months. Period. Mm, mm. And of course, this is, um, uh, as everyone knows, the Platinum program is a very high level program and it has evolved. Initially, it was Dimna who was doing everything. And then, of course, now it's expanded for the coaches to fulfill a lot of those roles um, as well. And it's and it's actually it's actually quite a bit more comprehensive now because of it's, it's actually its expansion and its evolution over time. Which is great to see, but that's uh, but you're talking about that direct um, interaction. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So then, if that's the case, where you're having you know this this kind of um, experience with Dimna, then um, did you want to tell us about you know maybe uh, uh, some of the deals that you've done, and maybe even the first one? If you can, you know, because 
and it's uh it, it might be a bit while a while ago now but yeah. um so um i joined the program uh 10 years uh more than 10 years ago so um throughout these years i, I have done a lot of deals um I've probably lose count of how many, how many deals i have done um but the very first deal after I joined the program. Uh, it was a simple renovation um, because at the time um, I had a lot of credit card debts. Um, so I wanted to um, lower the interest expense of that debt. So I need to find a way to refinance it. So um, after I learned the program, I realized that uh, renovation was a way to very quickly increase uh, the property value. Um, so I, the very first um, project, it was a small project. So I, I did a renovation to uh, the my PBR. PBR. Uh, we renovated the uh, bathroom. Um, at that point, the, the the construction cost was very low. Uh, I remember it's, it was probably about eight thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually turned the laundry into a bathroom, a full bathroom. Uh, then uh, we got the value, value back to, to revalue the property. And we asked the bank to uh, cash out that amount. Um, and because the, the new loan is secured by um, the uh, property, um, the interest rate is much lower than unsecured debt. Uh, like credit card debts. So uh, I immediately uh, refinance, re- refinance all the credit card debts uh, in, with, with, the, with the property uh, top-up loan. So just, just in that short period of time, um, if I remember correctly, probably the, the value increased, say, $60,000, 60000 something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, we, we got all the money back from the renovation cost, and that was a very simple strategy. To create well so first deal first deal ppr deal, deal first deal ppr yeah. deal and then you've you're only spending like seven or eight thousand dollars on the renos and you've got about fifty sixty thousand dollars back yeah and yeah. the credit card debt gone 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 wow wow how did that change your point of view like obviously when you apply something and you get the results coming out like that yeah then uh that get that motivated me to do more uh then uh so after that, I continue to um, implement all sort of all different type of strategy because different thoughts are a lot of lot of different strategies for us to uh, to choose from. Uh, to maybe to choose pick one or two that suited us the most. Um, but throughout these years, I pretty much uh, gave all different all different strategies a, a try. Uh, let's say renovation, subdivision, uh, new builds, um, rental finance, uh, short-term accommodation, uh, options. So pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> you've, you've given all the strategies <laughs> a go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do you want to explain a little bit? Because you've, you've done a couple of the regional deals. Um, yeah. And then there, there was one that you were mentioning as well, um, uh, a, a low entry point. Do you want to go through that one? Because there was... Um, um, you know, with a, with a, with a, you know, I think you did a bit of a small reno on that one as well. Yeah. So um, we actually invest, we, we, we invested a lot in the regional, um, regional areas um, because of the lower price point. And my perception was that um, 
uh, when we had a lower price points, the, the risk can be controlled better. Uh, mm -hmm. So that probably was about uh, uh, $220,000. Uh, we spent $20,000 on the renovation. Um, and then we uh, add, added furniture. Um, and later on, we, we put it on uh, Airbnb. It's just, we, 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 are, we understood um, Airbnb a short-term accommodation, probably it was for big cities, but we just wanted to give it a try. Uh, so we, we put up, we put that property on to Airbnb and, and, the, and the cash flow was, was amazing. So like our, um, the gross rental income throughout, like if we take a look at the entire year, and then we divided in divided uh, divided up by fifty two, like the the weekly rent. Then we we also need to deduct all the extra costs, um, extra costs compared to just uh, 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 a normal rental, like short term mm -hmm. short term fully accommodation, short term fully furnished accommodation. You have the extra cost of like cleaning utilities, that sort of thing. But we, we, we worked it out like it's, it's, it was around uh, $700, $800 a week. Then um, it was on Airbnb for a while. Then um, we were approached by a company saying, okay, we had, we have our employee concept contractor coming into the town to do some work. Uh, how about we just sign a, a fixed lease fully furnished, then was, okay. I said, okay, let's, let's do it. Uh, $800 a week, including the furniture, excluding any utilities. Then, wow. uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's $800 a week. Um, but the overall cost is probably $250,000. So that, that create a lot of cash flow. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. now just, so just, just to clarify here. So you've got, you've got a deal, you've got in there 220, spent about $20,000 on yeah. the renovation. You furnished it. So total costs getting into the deal is around about 250,000. Yeah. Right, yeah thereabouts. Yeah. Roughly. And you're getting $800 per week. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's a, that's a nicely positive cash flow deal. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And this is, you initially started with Airbnb and, now, just correct me if I'm wrong. Is you you thought Airbnb was only going to work in the cities, but not in regional areas? Yeah, that's what that's what our initial initial thoughts. But I just wanted to test the market, and mm -hmm. it works well. Uh, Airbnb in regional town. It was just like um, the the only problem was uh, in regional town. Um, there may not be a man managing agency to manage short-term accommodation. So you will have to set up your, uh, your, your workflow. So like uh, when someone booked, they need to have, they, they need to automatically receive a, a confirmation. You need to set up your system. Uh, and then in the cleaner, they need to know when to clean the property. So you, you just have to work that out. Whereas in big city, you probably have a lot of um, short-term accommodation agencies. But now I can see some regional area. Uh, um, people started to know about regional area. They started to set up business in, in, in regional area. So uh, I think there's a lot of, there are a lot of opportunities in regional area in Australia. 
Yeah. And did um, Richard, did you do any of the work yourself? Like, like, and was it a long way? I mean, don't, we don't need to mention locations, but was it a long distance from where you were living in Sydney? Yeah, that's a long way. Like, you have to take a plane to fly over there or drive quite a few hours. Okay. Uh, but we understand the distance. Um, you just need to uh, make sure you are in the you 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 are the boss. The boss doesn't need to do everything by themselves. So uh, we hire people locally to do work for us, uh, like cleaners, um, handymen. Uh, you, you just need to well initially you you need to, you obviously you need to be there to meet with these uh, local people. But once once you set up the relationship with them, um, you you have the arrangement. Okay, how much? How much hourly rate you charge? If I if I want you to do this, can you do that? Uh, is it okay? You just need to negotiate them to 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 make sure you have some arrangement in place, so you you can just fly back to Sydney and just you, know, you just use your mobile phone or, or email to to control things. But it's it's still better to um, design that uh, workflow, so things can happen automatically without your involvement. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, it sounds like when Dipna mentioned about those leadership skills. Yes. Yeah. Looks like those leadership skills are kind of kind of kicking into gear there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, good, good. Now, um, I think you did you've done a few other deals in regional areas too, haven't you? Yes, uh, so other deals like um, strata subdivision, for example, a block of units. Uh, we bought it for around eight, uh, sorry, $400,000. Mm-hmm. Um, spends $15,000 on the subdivision, like just, just paperwork, strata yep. subdivision. Then we got a revalue at, uh, I think it's, $560,000, that's, that's uh, the revaluation. But ev- eventually we sold it for uh, $590,000. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, so, so that's, that was purely paperwork to create that, um, that profit. This is the value of education, hey? Yeah. The value and of and all of this, um, so I actually went there once, just at the beginning. Um, in the purchase, but later on, um, that that was the leadership skill. I, <laughs> I need to coordinate uh, different people, like the the town planner, the uh, the surveyor, the the managing the, uh, the the local rental agents. We just arrange different people to do different things together. If they have a problem, then mm-hmm. if, if like if the handyman said, okay, we need to do that, and the property manager say, okay, we don't need to do that, then. You need to you need to be the boss to make that decision. Okay, I I understand. I he, I heard you told me to do you you suggested me to do this. You suggested me do that. But here is my instruction. Here is my decision. Then what? What's next? Uh-huh. Then you, that's 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 the leadership skill. That's the leadership <laughs> that's skills so coming out. Okay, nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, good, 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 good. Um, have you got another deal that's memorable for you? You know, if you look at, because you've done, you've done a number of deals. Is there something, is there any other deal that you think, ah, oh, that was a good one? <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, 
Yes, so there was a, something, something strange. For example, um, we had a renovation in a, a, an apartment and uh, there was some drug problem. Uh, then we obviously need to went through the process. The, we, uh, I, I elected myself in the Shraddha community. So I, I became the chairperson and I literally solved the problem. I just kicked, <laughs> kicked those uh, drug dealing people out of the property and um, to clean so you, up building. Yeah. So you bought an apartment and yeah. when you bought an apartment, you got yourself onto the committee. Yeah. The strata committee, yeah, in order to be able to solve the problem because there was a drug issue in the in the apartment block. Yeah, yeah, and I also used utilized the um, um, the capital works fund in in the in the building to mm -hmm. improve the building common area. Yep. Then um, then after that, I got I got the bank back to revalue the property, revalue the apartments. Then pretty much I I. Well, I also did a renovation, a basic renovation to that apartment. Then pretty much uh, I, I got my money back. So, so to, to control the risk, I always, I was, I was, I was always thinking, how, how am I going to um, get my money back? I, I put the money back, I, I put money on the table, how I get my money off the table. Mm -hmm. when, when, when the market was good, um, either I, I, I sell the property or um, I, I'll get a revalue and cash out the increased value. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Always, always thinking from a, uh, you know, risk mitigation point of view. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. And now the other thing I've got to say is that all of the types of deals, and you've done quite a few, whether it be Airbnb, uh, whether it be Strata with a subdivision um, and, um, and getting into and utilizing the funds within the strata title um, uh, deal as well, you've just described. This has all come out of the training, hasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, without the training, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to do that. It's just actually, some people might think if, if, that's, if that's so simple, like for example, um, someone is selling their own block of units and other. Some the student in this community will, will think, okay, maybe I can do this, maybe I can do that. Because we learned <laughs> um, outside of this community, they just, they, just, they just didn't realize opportunities were there. Uh, but we were, we were trained to see this opportunity here and there. And I, 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 was, I still set up all my uh, filters, uh, reminders, uh, using the software um, we, we learned in the program, which is once I see this email, okay, this address, this property, I click through, like within 10 seconds, I, I, I could see, mm, this is not a deal, or this is, mm, this is a, this, there's a potential in this, or mm. far more. So all of this just, um, it, it takes, it takes learning, it takes time to, it takes action to uh, just, keep fine-tuning our our skill uh, and make sure our, uh, we have a we have better eyes to to see the opportunity yeah awesome awesome now um richard fast forward to today um you've done obviously a number of deals and you're having trouble being able to calculate how many deals you've done is that right yeah because we sometimes we 
we'll, we'll sell we'll sell something to realize the profit and then we keep going yeah okay yeah. um but you've got to a point now where you no longer need to work this is this is this is your job now yeah that's right um i was working in a university uh, environment so in the university environments they will have they have they give you a table uh you have level one level two level three i started at level two as a library shelver didn't need to talk you just pick the book hmm where where i should put the book back or put the back <laughs> put it back to the shelf so i started at level two and then uh gradually to level five level eight um uh, in a management uh, position, but that's, you, you can see the future. It's all up to the level 10. And that's a lot of people working in, for the whole life. Then, then you see the, the end result if I keep working in, in that position. Uh, but in, in, the, in spare time, I learned the program, I implemented strategies. Um, so I got to a point where uh, my passive income uh, exceeded my uh, salary and I still have some active uh, active uh, chunk deal projects on the go so I decided to uh, leave my leave my job leave my daytime job mm -hmm. um, I still remember the day when they had a farewell with me um, my boss just he was so impressed <laughs> with what I said um, because usually they would just give a gift to to the the, the employee uh, 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 leaving but I actually gave a very big gift to my boss uh, and I told him uh, thank you very much for employing me make that decision to hire me and I pretty much invested all the salaries <laughs> um, just kept a little bit for myself but I invested a lot and so I I'm, I, I was in a position to um, to just leave off the leave off the profits from the investments and I still have some active deals on the go. Uh, they they were so impressed <laughs> impressed uh, by what I said. Um, then uh, so yes, so this program did work well for me. Um, mm. Yeah. So now I'm I'm a full time property investor. When 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 did you when did you um, step down from work? When was that? Um, six or seven years ago. Six, six or seven years ago. So it only took you about 17. So it only took you three or four years to replace your income. Yes. Yeah. But basically you need to have replaced your income a bit. You need to have a bit, a bit more than your salary. Uh, and and um, the good thing in this program is that they, uh, the, all these professionals in the, in the community, they, they help us to prepare ourselves for the transition. You, you can't just stop working and then you you can continue to to borrow you can't so uh we we obviously followed followed education and um have just line up everything in place make sure everything is all good mm -hmm. then i left my 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 job okay well yeah. planned well planned and i and i believe there's a uh, there's a webinar that goes out and it's called going pro Oh, yeah. uh, and that yeah. going pro webinar is specifically about, well, how do you roll over into becoming a full-time property investor? The going pro um, webinar describes exactly how you do it, the step-by-steps. And it, it sounds like, Richard, that's exactly what you've done. Yes. Yeah, fantastic.
Fantastic, man. Um, and so just from a bit of an idea, so you've got um, you've got more than enough passive income to, 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 to not work, but you're still now doing deals, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm still active in the uh, property uh, space. Um, so when I started out, I probably, uh, I was very, very active. But got, when I got to a certain point, um, I had the choice. Uh, I can be more active or I, have, I, I, I can choose to be a little bit uh, passive. So even though like at the moment, I, I have properties like uh, active, Chang deals, uh, like new builds or renovation or subdivision like that. Uh, but I also have some properties like just, just buy and hold, just, just get the natural growth and natural uh, income. Um, and I also partner with other people, like uh, I, I can be the working party, but I can also be the money partner. So just a just, just lot of choice um, at the moment for me. Uh, I just keep optimizing my operation and investments. Uh, and this is the lifestyle that I'm, I'm having at the moment. Fantastic. And can we get, get a bit of an idea about where you're at right now? Like just to, just to quantify it, like um, as an example, um, if you're still doing deals, how many deals have you currently got going at the moment? So at the moment, probably between 25 to 30, something like that. Um, that's that's active. So that's that's the properties or projects that are, we are having right now. But in the past, we already sold some uh, some projects. Okay, so you you've got at the moment between twenty five to thirty deals actively, yeah, yeah. roughly, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And so you've obviously um, in a position where you're just rolling these over on a regular basis, and this is now this is this is your full time role. Yes. So um, I. I actually monitor um, the, our financial position. Um, we, we have some certain criteria. For example, we have our, our own criteria. Uh, the cash position needs to be at a certain percentage. Um, uh, once we, we finish one project, we have the cash, then we can do something else. Or um, when, when, when the cash is low, then we'll, we'll liquidate um, some projects. So our cash position will, will be up again. Uh, so we just keep keep going, and we we just make sure uh, every year we are better than last year. So we actually monitor uh, our financial position across the board every month. So every month I have a I have a summary of what's the current position. Uh, so since we joined uh, Deepna ten years ago, uh, we actually started in a very at a very low equity position because you, as you can imagine, just a normal employee, you, you, we couldn't, we have a lot of money to start. What, 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 do but, you know what kind of amount approximately you had when you started? Well, at the time, uh, our wages around um, $50,000 a year. My mm -hmm. like, two people together, probably just um, $100,000 a year as wages. Yep. Uh, then obviously we need to eat, we need to leave. <laughs> um, then we had a little bit saving to start. Um, probably uh, we started with $100,000 roughly around mm -hmm. that. We, yep. we did have some savings um, before we start, but I, I didn't have the saving. I, John Venture, not John Venture, but we, I convinced my girlfriend to 
work with me uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and drag her to come to the audit education. And it's, it's like um, uh, you, you, you learn something and you, also, you are also dating. Huh? So you, you do one, one thing, but you have two benefits. <laughs> 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 and also she, she contributes some money as well. Yeah. Uh, it worked well. Um, yeah, so very low starting point. But now we we can comfortably say um, we are multi-millionaire now. Multi-millionaires from starting from you know hundred thousand and you know fifty thousand annual income, and you've obviously got more than enough passive income to cover both your lifestyle and so forth and everything what you want to do. Yeah. Well, I think I think the beautiful thing is uh, Dimitri taught us a lot of compl- complicated structures. So every year we just need to decide. Um, okay. Uh, we got these profits sitting. It's approaching to the end of financial year. How much? How much are we going to uh, distribute to ourselves to consume personally, and how much is going to be allocated for future investments? So um, all this structure in place that gives us uh, the flexibility uh, to to decide what to do next. Uh, uh, next financial year. Pipna's got it all worked out, hasn't she? Yeah. yeah. Uh, fantastic, fantastic. So you're in a uh, very good position. Um, now, Richard, you, it, look, you've you've clearly you've you've got a fantastic journey. You're you're sitting now multi-millionaires. You've got about twenty-five to thirty deals on the go. It sounds like everything's kind of like gone, you know, quite well for you. Was there anything that you found that was really difficult to overcome, you know, in your journey? Because, you know, getting to your point, point where you where you have a look at it now, I'm sure you could probably look back. Was there something that was just like a real obstacle that was was really difficult to overcome for you? Uh, I think the biggest uh, challenge for me was language, because English is not my first language, and I'm I'm sure a lot this is the same problem for many other people. Uh, but I guess uh, the 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 less you use it, the the less confidence uh, you have. Um, so I actually had at the beginning of this this journey. Well, Dibner asked us to you need to talk to these people, you need to talk to that person. I had the fear of not understanding other people. And I also had the fear of um, not being understood <laughs> by other people. Um, I also had the fear of being laughed at by other people, especially when, when I said something that's not quite typical. Like when, when I talked to a property real estate, uh, real estate agents, I said something, not, <laughs> can, can, we, can we do this? Can we do that? Um, not typical. Uh, I, 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 I had that fear. Uh, just when you when you become an unusual person, not a normal, not 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 the same as as other people, I, I think this fear um, was quite natural. Uh, but the way the way I overcame this problem was uh, just just keep implementing what I learned from from the program. Just you just need to trust this program. You just need to just do it. Uh, so I just. I just try to for, forget my weakness. I just focus on the on on the task mm-hmm. ahead. 
Um, I still remember, I'm not sure if it's from the program or somewhere else. Um, for example, if you had a fear of public speaking, you, you, you go on stage and, and do something, you had that fear. But if you just, if, if someone on a stage just asks you to come up here, Richard, just help me wipe, uh, brush the, the blackboard, just wipe, just do something. Then you don't, have, you don't have that fear because you just fo fully focus on the task. So similarly, um, if I needed to talk to someone, uh, like talk to council or talk to a, a designer or talk to a town planner, um, if I still have that fear, I just write down, write down the, what I was going to say. So I have the notes in front of me, uh, then that will reduce my fear. Um, and, and the second way to overcome that was, I just really need that result. So I, I just need the answer to my questions. That's, that's the task that I need to accomplish. Um, just forget about what other people may think of me. If, I, if they don't understand me, I just repeat what I said, uh, or I, I would just say, okay, let's have a chat on the phone, but I will send you a follow-up email. Mm -hmm. So just, 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 you just need to uh, figure out what's your weakness, what's your strength. Uh, if, I, if my strength is in written um, communication, I would just do, do more on, on that. But I know some people will, will have better like verbal communication. They will just do more on that mm -hmm. part. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, that's, yeah, look, that's, um, I know that there's, there's actually quite a number of people who have a bit of a fear of, of people and also just picking up the phone and so forth, but you've doubled that because you've, you've obviously got the language barrier as well. Um, but great advice on how to, how to overcome that as well. Write it down, follow it. And then of course, you know, um, look at the fact that, you know, if someone, if someone gets you up to do something without you thinking about it, there's no fear. It, the only fear is that, 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 uh, that sits in there before that. So interesting. Yeah. Well done. Well done on, on, on getting through that. Um, the, the next kind of thing I wanted to find out is, and, and you mentioned this, that you, you do joint ventures and within the community, uh, Dimna recommends and says, look, you know, joint ventures are a great way for you to get forward and to do other deals and so forth. But she also says that you need to do your due diligence on ensuring that the deal you're entering into is the right one for you and your portfolio, but also the person that you're doing the JV with is the right person for you and, 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 and you know where you stand and where your roles and responsibilities are. Can I ask you, do you, do you have a process on how you go about with joint ventures? Could you explain a little bit about how you look at that and how you assess that? Yeah, so uh, with joint venture, usually there are two roles. Uh, one is the uh, one is the person uh, contributing the, the work and the other is contributing the fun or the borrowing. Uh, we need to uh, look at uh, we need to do things or, or, or look at this uh, opportunity in, in, in this two different perspective. Um, for example, if you, if you are to contribute money or finance, uh, you just need to look at uh, how these, these uh, projects will create the, the, the result. You can't just say, uh, you can't just, just, just accept uh, what other people say. Uh, you just need to be, be, be prepared um, you are the backup person. You, you are the backup 
you you it's it's just it's just um just because you are just contributing fund doesn't necessarily mean you need to it doesn't necessarily mean you can allow yourself to um to not understand the, the project so you, you need to fully understand it's just i don't do it but i understand it I, I, I understand how it works i just don't do the actual uh fine detailed tasks so that's that's the level of understanding you, you need to have um like similar to other investment areas like 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 even though with uh, warren buffett he, he said he won't invest in anything that he he doesn't understand so similarly in, in property in, uh, in, in any joint venture so um if you don't understand that project if you just don't invest it so that's from a money partner's perspective um when i work with um so i i, I, I when i work on joint venture programs um uh, my role could be a working party and I, I could be the uh, funding partner. So um, a lot of people want to hear about, like if, if I'm the money partner, how to protect myself? My strategy is uh, you just control the fund. So we have the joint venture bank account, money partner, money partner, control the fund. Then that's, that's the straightforward um, way to to uh, to control the entire projects like mm -hmm. we have a, we, 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 I will look at my role uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a joint venturer I'm not just an investor so I, I have a role in, in, in these projects like if I'm, I'm the money partner I, I need to um, look at okay I need to pay this pay this person I need to pay that I need to pay that then I need to look at it okay I just I just don't I implement the payments. I, I need to look at it. We need to reveal it before we process that payment. So that's that's from um, a money partner's perspective. But from a working partner's perspective, you need to win other people's trust. So um, I still remember Dimna uh, taught us uh, you need to uh, have a face-to-face -face meeting. You maybe you need to have a a, a, a number of coffees together uh, to to learn about um, the other party. Uh, you you need to know them, um, and uh, and and a very important thing is the joint venture agreement. Um, you just need to understand what each 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 party uh, contributes to the. Um, to the project. Um, from a working party's perspective, um, you, you just need to understand uh, the, other, the other person the, who contributes the money, they, they entrust in you. So you just need to have that sensitivity, uh, what, what, what you should be doing. Like you need to keep the other party uh, up to date and be, be totally transparent. Um, and I, and I guess um, the joint venture process, um, it has the reward, it also have the risk. You just need to uh, balance that and you need to control that risk. Um, I think um, in, throughout the years, um, our, our skills in managing joint venture programs um, 
it, it, it's, it, it was a process. Initially, you probably a bit fear or uh, it's, it, it's a new thing. Uh, maybe you can do it in a, a smaller scale, just mm -hmm. try it and just correct yourself and you see something, uh, you, you just need to slow down, <laughs> uh, don't be too quick. Uh, I think, well, this is my advice to the community and especially other people who haven't done that before. Mm. Great advice, Richard, yeah, awesome. Um, uh, Eugene's actually asked a question um, and he said, so as a money partner, in a sense, you are like the financial controller who scrutinizes all the invoices in a project, is that correct? Yes. So if I'm if I'm the um, finance partner, I will need to make sure uh, I receive the invoice. I make the payment. Of course, you can authorize the working party to become the authorized signatory for the bank account. Um, that's that has the record uh, in the banking system who authorized this payment on that. But uh, that's that's the decision you you make. You, if you want to be more passive, you can authorize the working party to to, to do that. Uh, but if you want to have a more control uh, at the at the cost of efficiency, then you can have you can have that like mm -hmm. financial controller. You you just need to understand each different ways of doing things. They have the pros and cons. You want efficiency or you want more more control. You, you just need to balance that. Understand, understand. I like what you're saying, and I can see how specific you are on, on exactly which, which choice you make there as well. Awesome. Now, Richard, we, we started off this conversation by saying that you'd, 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 uh, you'd left China, you'd come here with your girlfriend, and then you, then you went through a period of time where, you know, she put a bit of a challenge to you. You went your own way. How did things turn out? Did you get back together because it sounds like you then did a did a you know kind of got got her involved and got her involved with the with a joint venture arrangement how did things work out for you two yeah so it worked out we worked out well so uh eventually we, we got married uh now we have um two sons uh one five years old uh we're turning six turning six uh the other one um he was, was born uh, last year uh so one year old yeah. Fantastic. So we, Fantastic. we live uh, happily together uh, as parents because of the lifestyle that we have, because of all these efforts in the past, we just have the flexibility. Like, for example, if the kids want, want the parent to be there during work hours, uh, although we are still busy, we, we, we have a lot of things to do in the property space, but we have the flexibility flexibility to rearrange some things and we make sure we are available at that place and time for our kids and for our spouse so uh, we, we we truly enjoyed our current uh, lifestyle as a full-time property investor yeah yeah so so this is so when you if you kind of like have a look at your lifestyle now that's it. You choose your own time. You've got your ability to be able to arrange things to do what you choose to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, did you ever think and you first started and you probably had that initial coming to Australia, getting a job before you, you know, kind of had that conversation with Jane that you'd ever be in a position like you are at the moment? 
Sorry, was that? That was the question again. When you first started, bef yes. before you joined the community, yes. Um, did you ever think that that you'd be living a life that you're living right now? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, well, I've um, well before we joined this program, we, or even before we we enter in the property investment space, we well, my thinking was just you just climb the, the the corporate ladder. Okay, when I firstly got into a, a job as a library shelver in in the university, I got this this <laughs> table, level one to level 10, just need to climb up that. And, that's, and, and, I, and I can see level 10, how much level 10 will, will, will earn uh, if you're in that position, but how many years will, will you need to be with that same employer to, to get to that position? Yeah. Uh, and I, we couldn't think of uh, buying properties while so expensive. Uh, we just didn't realize that even with a very uh, low position, you can still do things in, in this space. Yeah, awesome. And you're probably now, uh, would you be earning more than level 10 as well? Oh, of course. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, uh, what, um, actually, there's another thing I wanted to ask you, and that is that um, at the time, when you obviously had the conversation with Jane and, and you were given that challenge, that probably would have been a bit of a tough thing for, for you to go through. The tough, sorry, the tough. It, 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 would, it would have been difficult for you when Jane said, hey, I don't want this, you know. That would have been a, that would have been a difficult thing for you. But looking back on it, it really was kind of like it's done you very well. Jane pushing you to, yeah. <laughs> to, 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 yeah. you know, to push you past, to push, push your level higher. Yeah. Yeah. So at that, at that moment, it was painful. But when we look back, um, that painful moment was actually quite rewarding. Uh, but of course I chose to, <laughs> I chose to take that challenge to Absolutely. push myself yeah, to, yeah. to higher, a, a higher level. Fantastic, Richard. Um, for for someone who's just joining, so if someone's just kind of like brand new within the community, they're like, oh, you know, so much information. I really want to do things, and they've heard a lot of stories, you know, similar to yourself. What what advice would you give to someone who's brand new? So when I look back, when when I was new, um, I had that same feeling. Well, just just overwhelming, and uh, but as uh, as I started to implement what I learned, uh, I realized that the, the real learning was actually happening um, when you are actually doing things, when you're implementing the learning. Um, if you just, just, just attend boot camps or just watch the recording or just watch the, all this successful story, uh, you, you, still, you still don't get the point. You still don't get, the, get that real learning. So, um, I think the, the most important thing uh, for all the new students is uh, you need to take action, even though the action might be small, uh, but it is, it is very important to take that small step. You need to step out mm. your comfort zone to, to do things. So like, even though you, 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 I understand a lot of new students, they have had the fear in, in them. 
like even though you can run a one billion dollar projects, you 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 can if you are you are if you are uncertain, you can still like start with a small project like three hundred thousand dollars project just just to gradually accumulate uh, these experiences. Uh, just just don't expect uh, you will just get the result, or get the financial result, get the financial freedom just by, okay, I, I already paid a fee for this course and I will just get that result. No, <laughs> it doesn't look, look that way. Uh, and also some people might think, okay, what I should buy? I should just buy this, I buy that property and get the result. No. <laughs> um, so the wealth, the, the value, the profits, they are actually created by um, the ways you do things, like how you operate these investments. So um, it's really important to remember this is not, it's the result won't come to you just by just paying for something. Uh, it's like joining this program could be a, a life-changing moment. Uh, it's, yeah, it, the community was great and uh, people in this community help each other. Uh, it's life-changing, but only if you are prepared to take action, to do things, not just just watching. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. Um, Richard, if you were to, um, uh, you know, say something to Dipna right now as a consequence of the training and the help that she's provided, what would that be? What would you, if she was listening in right now, what would you, what would you say to her? Well, Dipna, uh, I, I couldn't thank you more. Um, uh, it's like joining this program is life-changing and you, you, you did change my life. So without your contribution, well, like, like Dipna, you, 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 became this educator and you, you, you contribute to this community, you, um, you share your knowledge to students and this definitely changed a lot of people's life, including myself. So uh, really, thank you, Dimda. Thank you. Uh, Richard, thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for doing what you've done for sharing your story. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful story. Uh, it's an amazing story as well. Um, I think that you do, you know, a number of years ago, you shared your story about, you know, getting the girl, getting Jane back. And now you're, you know, you're married with two beautiful boys too. So, um, and you've, you know, you're now into full-time investing, um, more than enough income passively to come in and um, with 25 to 30 deals on the go, that's, that's phenomenal, Richard, that really is so. So well done. Um, awesome. And thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> absolute, absolute pleasure. Uh, look, so um, everybody, this is it for the uh, I Love Real Estate Success show. Um, did you enjoy that? Did you get some, you know, really fascinating insights? Did you love what Richard has done and been able to achieve? Uh, and also the the story as well. I really love how this is kind of, you know, um, it's wrapped around a very romantic story of, of Richard wanting to, you know, the motivation of him wanting to, you know, secure his future with with the girl who is, you know, he, he made a choice to, to want to be with as well. Such a lovely story. Um, we're going to end off now. So have a great uh, afternoon, evening. And uh, watch out for the next one. And once again, Richard, thank you. And thank you so much for sharing uh, and phenomenal results, man. Phenomenal My results. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. All right. We're going to end off now. 
Do well, and we will catch up with you next time. See everyone now. Bye. Bye. Bye.